gentlemen, I would like to call to order the January 6, 2024 City Council Special Meeting to order. Roll call, please. President LaFlam? Here. Roy? Wagner? Here. Zigorowski? No, no Zigorowski? You going, please. Ariaga? Here. Brooks? Goff? Valkyr? Valkyr? Having trouble hearing you guys. Was George, was that a hear from George? Yes, it was. Krampitz? Here. Shumsky? Here. Kushane? Labrie? Here. Pena Costello? Here. I've got eight present. Uh, not present, I have Roy, Zagorowski, Brooks, Goff, and Kushane. Is that correct? That Goff is correct. Is uh, Goff is here. Okay, nine present. Correct. Um, Councilor Zagorowski had just called me uh, a couple of minutes ago. Uh, he was on his way here, and unfortunately, his wife passed away this evening. Oh. So I'd like to take a moment of silence uh, for Patty, please. Thank you. And Bob was, he was very uh, emotional about not being here tonight. So I told him, don't worry about it. And I did ask him if he would like me to announce and he said, yes, it was fine. So with that said, we're going to move forward. In compliance with the open meeting law, the city of Chicopee is broadcasting live and for future broadcasts this meeting on Chicopee TV. Is anyone else in the audio, audience or on Zoom taping this meeting? Please state your name and reason for doing so. Uh, John Snowden. None on the floor. Smith for Republican. Okay, thank you. Just a Republican. Thank you. Okay, uh, clerk, could you read the uh, special meeting announcement? Sure. Notice of meeting. Notice is hereby given in accordance with Chapter 30A, Section 18-25, the General Laws. A meeting of the City Council. Special meeting. Uh, Monday, January 8th. City Council Chambers to discuss and take action on amending rule number 15 of the City Council, specifically changing the finance, zoning, and resort casinos and gaming committees members from 7 to 5 in compliance with the open meeting law. John View Mayor. Thank you. Um, I'm going to allow um, our council to speak on this uh, uh, for a, a minute uh, regarding the um, special meeting. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, the order is really pretty straightforward. 
um, Councilor Wagner brought to our attention that some of the committees had uh, a membership that would total and equal a quorum of the city council as a whole. And in a situation like that, if the council as a whole is meeting anywhere or there's any chance of a quorum of the city council showing up to a meeting, it has to be posted um, if anyone's going to deliberate or participate. Um, as you're all aware, you got an advisory um, that related to the city of Westfield, a similar incident where um, a quorum of the city council showed up to a subcommittee meeting. And so the standard has become if, if there's a potential likelihood of a quorum showing up to a city council, to a subcommittee meeting of the city council, it would be wise, uh, two things. Um, one, reduce the number of members on that subcommittee. That's one way to avoid this problem. Otherwise, you have to post a city council meeting in addition to the subcommittee meeting. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but that's how the open meeting law works. Um, essentially, the other component of this is the practice in the past has been for many counselors to attend these subcommittee meetings. So everyone has to be careful about how they participate in, about not participating actually in those subcommittee meetings if they're not a member of that subcommittee anymore. Um, so the advisory basically spells out that you can attend the subcommittee meetings, but you can't participate generally. Um, and that's all in order to avoid any kind of open meeting law violation. If there's a chance or likelihood that a quorum of the city council is going to show up to a subcommittee meeting, I recommend that you post the city council meeting as well, because you may have that uh, instance arise as you conduct your business. There may be a likelihood of that at some point, and you may want to um, post a meeting for the city council just in case councilors want to participate. You don't have to, but it always it's a it's a coverall. Post the meeting if there's any question just in case, and then you'll be protected. So, I mean, that's basically the reasoning behind uh, the ordinance change, or rules change, excuse me. Thanks. Thank you. And I too want to thank um, Council Wagner for bringing this to, uh, uh, after the last meeting, to Kevin and I's attention, and uh, we got on it right away because we want to follow all the laws, open meeting laws, and, and so um, I want to thank you. So I'm going to open up to the floor make, to make either a motion or to discuss it. We need a motion first. So if someone wants to make, Council Wagner. Make a motion that the three subcommittees listed in the agenda be reduced from seven members to five members. Motion made and second that the subcommittee meetings of seven to be reduced to five in the in the finance, zoning, and resort, casino, and gambling committee. Correct? Correct. On the motion. Councilor Wagner, on the motion. Uh, on the motion, self-explanatory, our council explained it very well. Um, we just can't have a majority of the whole city council attending. It would be an open meeting law violation. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Councilor Shumsky. Thank you. Councilor uh, Costello. Yes. Um, based on this, um, so you've, you're reducing these three committees from seven to five to comply with the open meeting law. But the counselors that do go to a meeting that aren't on the subcommittee, I just want to be clear about their obligations. So they can't speak or they can't deliberate or are they, what can or they can't do specifically. So there's no question. 
they have to participate in the same way that the audience is allowed to participate. So they would speak as uh, public input, like that's what no. the audience does. <laughs> Well, except in the case, public input is different than a hearing before the subcommittee. So public input in the past was not allowed at subcommittee meetings, but it now uh, I guess they are. Yeah. Um, generally, I advise any city councilor not to go to public input and express an opinion about what's before the subcommittee because you'd violate the open meeting law. Okay. So there's no opinion expressed. Correct. Um, can you ask a question? The, the problem with asking a question is you've led the rest of the city council quorum to deduce what your position on a certain um, measure is, and that's considered a deliberation. So it would violate the open meeting law. So your participation verbally is minimal. It's not at all. Not at all. Okay, and that's only for subcommittees. Okay. Anytime that there's a potential likelihood of a quorum of the city council, not just subcommittees, in any circumstance, if it's not a posted meeting, you shouldn't deliberate. And questions, any kind of oral input, or even written communication would be considered a violation. Even in writing? Yes. Yeah. Can we get the... Um the obligations of city council members not on a subcommittee in writing that this is specifically what we can and can't do so that we can assure the city that there would not be a violation of the open meeting law. Well, I think it's left to each individual counselor to use their discretion and not violate the open meeting law by communicating to the subcommittee at the time of their meeting anything about the measure that's currently before them. I can't tell you to not go or attend city uh, subcommittee meetings, although I believe that even being there, in, in it's kind of inconsistent with the advisory. I think even being there, you're hearing subcommittee members deliberate. So I don't know how the AG would reconcile that fact, but they seem to have, have reconciled it by saying you can attend and exercise your First Amendment right to attend a public meeting but you can't participate in the meeting because you would violate the old meeting law because the city council didn't post a meeting. We can't commit it to writing generally because, I mean, there'd be too many scenarios in which we'd have to address by specific step-by-step -step instructions. Okay, because I just want to make sure that we're aware of what the suggested guidelines are. So that, I would, I would this suggest, is new to us, uh, Attorney Cord, and this is new. This I, is would, some, I would suggest... Um, consulting the advisory, it spells out very clearly what the dilemma is, and I think you can deduce from their conclusions about that scenario and apply it over the same facts and reach your own conclusions about how to participate in a how to not, excuse me, not participate in a subcommittee meeting. Okay, thank you. Councilor Wagner. Yeah, and there's a there is another component to this as well, in that the chairs of these meetings, as our rule of state, that no one can address the board without permission of the chair. It's incumbent upon the chairs of the committees and the subcommittees to, you know, if if these people are are coming, you have to say, okay, well, I see, I see Councilor Balakir or I see Councilor Lafayette out in the audience, I can't call on them, because that would then be a violation of the open meeting law. Concert uh, Krampitz. 
Yeah, I was just kind of kind of follow up on uh, what Councillor Pena uh, Costello had said. So, in other words, we can essentially attend, but don't even if you don't acknowledge you're a city councilor, don't speak at public input, even if it's just a not specifically to recommend to the to the subcommittee, but even if you just had a question in general to avoid any type of discussion with that subcommittee. So basically you can sit in the audience and listen and kind of deduce on your own from discussion going on there, but don't submit communications or verbalize anything. Just sit in the audience and be quiet. Yes. Just sit where the audience sits. Essentially. Any, any public input or any question, if you recognize it all, it has to be at a posted city council meeting. And if it's a subcommittee meeting, presumably you didn't post for a city council meeting. So you had to be in the audience and that's it. And I guess the flip side of it is if we, well, I was going to say, well, we could a post basically with every subcommittee meeting, city council meeting. And if there's a quorum for the, the council, then that would be kind of covered by, or would it actually have to be a distinct separate no. meeting? No, you could post for a city council meeting. Okay. If you thought that a bunch of yep. other counselors might show up. But that's I actually recommend if you think that there's a likelihood of that, then I recommend posting a meeting just in case someone forgets themselves or gets passionate or, you know, must speak at it, then you're best covered by posting right. a meeting. Because that might be something we want to consider in addition to what we're here tonight about the reducing the, the three committees. That that falls Because I can see it now that one of us is going to be sitting in the audience. We're going to have constituents and they're going to be like, well, why didn't you go up and speak? Right. You know, we're going to, and I mean. Well, because you're a city councilor right. and you're going to have your opportunity. Sorry, right. Let's not go back and forth one at a time. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, you know, but when you're dealing with your constituents, sometimes saying, well, I can't speak because of open meeting law sometimes is a, so that might be something we may want to consider in the future for when we post a subcommittee meeting, Packing on a, a, a city council meeting notice just in case folks show up and want to participate. So I'm just kind of throwing that out there for discussion at another time. But yep. I, I think we're here tonight about the three committees. So thank we, you. We are. We're, and we're going to be learning this a little bit more and more. And, and ideas will come in and then we can work on those. Because you might be, you know, thinking one way. And, and like like it was just mentioned, you could work with your the committee chair and say, I, I'm going to go to it. And I know three of us may want to go to it. You may want to have as a whole. But it's basically what we have to do. Uh, uh, Councilor Labrie was next. I'm sorry. Oh, Councilor Costello, you'll be next. Oh, After okay. Labrie. Through, through the chair to our attorney. Uh, so let's say we post the meeting for the council. Uh, do we have to have one now? Because people think there's going to be a council meeting. Do we have to open it up and then close it? That's a good question. I believe that you have to convene the meeting. So, yeah. Will you have a little time? When in doubt, just, <laughs> but keep in mind, the whole idea of a subcommittee is to get it down to a full committee. And I get the idea, um, um, but um, I usually go to most of them, but for now I'm not going to be going to them. I'll, I'll wait for, to hear you know the results of all this. Councilor Costello. Thanks, um, President LaFlam. This is a major change in how we've been conducting our, our, our business. Um, so I'm happy that we're having this public discussion, not only in reducing three committees from seven members to four, 
but also to the effect that this could be a violation of open meeting laws if the counselors speak at a subcommittee. And I appreciate Attorney Corden bringing this to our attention because this is a, um, a major change and, uh, and it gets a little bit confusing. Where do we go from here? Do you know, do we speak, do we not speak? Should we not attend? And I agree with Councillor Krampitz. The constituents are at a meeting and we can't speak. So they're looking at what's going on. So we wanna make sure that the public is aware of what these changes are as well. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any other comments? Councillor Balakir. Board chair. Always the, the best one. Thank you. Answer Shamsky. Hey, what's the difference between like Or cover like all of our bases. If if say us six want to show up to a meeting, wouldn't it just be easier to post it at the council meeting just because they are going to be able to discuss it? I, I don't want to take any liberties, but I think the purpose of a subcommittee is so that the council as a whole doesn't have to meet, and the subcommittee can address the matter and educate the rest of the council. I'm just speculating, but I don't yeah. want to speak for the. Yeah, but it's so. But if we're not able to speak. And try and get answers, or try and like represent our constituents. You, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's my concern. Like what what um, Council about here saying, just like not being able to represent. And I think it was expressed by some of our other colleagues as well. You can. Just, so, um, I just don't want to engage in the back and forth. No, no, no. You can engage back, but just one or not yeah, over each not, other. The that's, purpose, the purpose of the open meeting law is to protect the interests of the constituents that are not at the subcommittee and don't have the expectation that you're going to opine at the subcommittee. They expect you to opine at the council meeting. So, okay. if they don't know you're going to be talking about this this issue as a as a non-member of the subcommittee, then that's a violation of the open meeting law. Okay. Councilor Bree. Yeah, so uh, just a scenario, let's say we're in zoning and uh, you know the ward councilor has some information. I can still call the chairman before the meeting to give him the information I have. Um, you know, we're one-on-one, -on -one, we don't have a quorum. Uh, I think that's how uh, Councilor Balakir, you know, was, was saying, hey, somebody might have some information. I can still convey it to the chairman before the meeting. Yes. 
And what you have to avoid, though, is serial deliberations, which is communicating that communication to the chair to a quorum of the city council. Right. But yeah, a phone call. Yeah. So individually, you're okay. Are there any other council Wagner second time? Yeah, just um, just so. All right. Can I borrow that? There must be the mic. Yeah, that mic is uh, no good. Uh, just so. Um, people are aware as well in, in researching this issue, you know, it's unusual for city councils and cities like Chicopee to even have five members on their subcommittees. And most got like two or three that like, uh, like was mentioned, the whole purpose of a, of a committee is so that you can have smaller groups uh, really get down to a matter and then deliver that report back to the full city council. Yeah. I understand it's going to be difficult to, to not represent at a subcommittee meeting, but at the end of the day, you got to let the subcommittee do the job that it was appointed to do. You, know, you got to let those three or five or however many members uh, get down to it. And chances are there's an at-large committee member on, on half or more of these committees who represent the entire city. So, I mean, that's, you just got to let the people that are on that subcommittee do their job. Thank you. Any other consecrates? Nothing. Through the um, chair to our attorney, um, as Council Labrie brought up about contacting the uh, the chair of, of the committee, um, does that have to be stated? In other words, like if George was doing his zoning meeting, that he would have to publicly state, "I got a call from the councilor Krampus, you know, who's the Ward Five representative, and." this is what he wanted to convey, or or actually sometimes in the reverse say, these are the questions that he wanted to get more information on at the subcommittee meeting. Is that something that can be done? I mean, is, is that something that has to be stated or? I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but yeah, you got a letter from Councilor Labrie to a subcommittee, just to use you as an example. Um, if that letter is communicated to a quorum of the city council, then it's a serial deliberation. Right. But if I just contact George and I say, oh, I have a zone, uh, there's an item coming up in zoning. I have questions on it. Can those questions, can you ask those questions at the zoning committee? In other words, not so, talk to Gary and so say it, I have questions, but just talk to the chair and say, I have these questions. Can you answer those at this meeting? Or this is what I wanted to state at, at, at the meeting. You know, oh, so. so there'd be no difference between taking his letter and conveying it to the subcommittee as if he were there. So okay. it, you'd be communicating his deliberation to so potentially asking, asking him to yes. ask questions of the so, applicant or whatever. So to go back to Councilor Elbree's question, you can communicate with the chair to impress upon them your knowledge of the issue. But I, I think we're conflating advocacy in general on behalf of your constituents with the actual workings of the city council and the subcommittee. So you're gonna have your chance to advocate at different stages, but you have to adhere to the open meeting law to do so. I mean, I'm not trying to argue with you about, it. I'm just saying that sometimes you have questions about, you know, that you'd like to hear from, you know, like an applicant in a zoning committee meeting, you really don't want them to come back to the full city council and kind of go over what they already went, went over with the zoning committee meeting. So that's what I was asking. 
But I see what you mean that if, in other words, I send a letter to the chair or I contact the chair, he's going to say, and Councillor Krampitz contacted me, and now you essentially approach the whole committee in, in not just one individual. So okay. that That is the spirit of the advisory that has caused us to come together tonight. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments from the floor? Any comments from Zoom City Council? I see no city councilor on Zoom other than our city clerk. Okay, I'll take a motion from someone. Motion's already. Oh, the motion on motion uh, motion made in second. I second that uh, to eliminate down to five three committees. Uh, clerk, can you call a roll? President Laflamme. Yes. Wagner. Yes. Ariaga? Yes. Goff? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Chomsky? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Nine yes. With this uh, motion just passing, I will be redoing the assignments and they'll be out by today's Monday by Wednesday. They'll be uh, emailed to everybody. Everybody's got an email, right? Here? Correct. So they'll be emailed out on Wednesday. Okay. Abigail, you will get it to you. We'll get it to you. We can, te we'll, uh, we'll text it to you. Okay. So you have it right away. All right. But you'll get one in the box anyways on Friday, but I want everybody to, to know right away. Okay, I'll take a motion to adjourn. Motion made is second to adjourn. Roll call. President Laflamme? Yes. Wagner? Yes. Ariaga? Yes. Goff? Yes. Valkyr? Yes. Krampitz? Yes. Jumsky? Yes. Labrie? Yes. Pinia Costello? Yes. Nine yes. Motion passes. Everybody have a good night.